0: Welcome back to the Dave Nelson Fitch Show, everyone. I hope you all had an amazing week and you're ready for some some health and fitness info to help you with your health and fitness. And this episode, actually, I'm not going to dive into content, but the content actually is uh, all these questions that I got. Uh, A couple episodes back, I said, hey, please email me or Facebook message your questions, And I want to end each show with some Q&A. Well, I got a lot of questions in, and I wanted to just be mindful of everyone and answer every single question that I got in. Uh, Don't think to yourself, oh my gosh, this is going to be an hour-long show. It's not. There's not that many questions, uh, luckily. So I I did want to address each one. And chances are there's probably more than one of these questions that pertains to something uh, to you, like a question that you have. And over time, as people ask questions, there might be new listeners, or uh, they may have forgotten what I have said. So some of these questions over time, you might hear over and over again. But with my philosophy and how I teach, you have to hear this stuff over and over and over again. So it drives it into your head. Because hearing something once, it just isn't enough. It doesn't matter if it's in a kid or grown up, we need to hear stuff a lot of times for you know creating that mindset shift in our heads. So With that being said, let's dive into some questions. And I'm just going to say the person's first name uh, just to give some privacy respect. And I'm just going to read the question and answer it to the best of my abilities. Now, one thing before I do Q&A, know that if I don't know the answer to something, I will not answer it. There's a lot of people out there that try to think they know everything. And even on questions they get and they don't know the answer... They will try to answer them still. I don't do that. I'm not going to answer anything that I don't know how to answer. And I will, and I'll shout that out and I'll say, hey, I actually don't know the answer to that. You should probably check with a doctor or uh, someone a little more experienced in that area, whatever it is. But I will never try to answer questions where I don't know the answer or have an opinion uh, on the answer. Okay. So know that. Know that what I am speaking is with my 16 plus years of experience as a personal trainer, as a nutritionist, as a supplement expert, and take my answers and do your own research and come up with your own conclusions. Don't just take my word for it. Again, everyone's got their opinions on things. I have my opinions on things and other people have their opinions on things. So go ahead and just research it. Or just take it how it is, whatever you like, all right? All right, enough disclaimer stuff. Here we go. All right, so this first one's from Stephanie. How do you work through injuries or ailments such as knee pain, back pain, severe planter's foot, et cetera? All right, very simple. I've been doing this many years. I have an issue with my right knee. I had a slight tear in the meniscus years ago, and I had a lot of pain in my left shoulder. I actually just had surgery for it last November, And it was a game changer. It actually feels great now, occasional pain. But for a while, it was pretty aggravating. And for a while, I mean, like seven or eight years, I had this pain. So the best thing to do when it comes to injuries or ailments of that nature, when it comes to stuff on your body, is you have to work around the injury. So what do I mean by that? Well, if you have some problems with your knees and just doing free weight squats kills them, but you can do leg press, do the leg press. Don't do the free weight squats. Or if you can't do lunges because of some knee pain, uh, but you can do step-ups, do step-ups. You have to find which exercises don't aggravate your ailment or your injury or whatever it is. You have to work around the injury. There is so many exercises out there. Chances are you can work around it very, very well. You can still get a killer workout in. And the last thing is when it comes to certain uh, injuries, make sure you're doing stretches, make sure you're doing some therapy on it. Uh, just keep an eye out on my social media. I, I just created a great relationship with a company that makes a product that's good for muscle recovery. Can't wait to show you guys. Uh, once I have it in my hands, I will start showcasing this thing, and I'm excited. But, again, it's something that I need to do to help with, with muscle recovery and injuries, just like you guys need to do. So make sure you're taking care of your body. <clears throat> Excuse me. Make sure that you are doing what's necessary to recover properly as well. Okay, next one. Susanna. Uh, my question is, does medication make you gain weight? Thank you. Well... Yes. Certain ones do. Certain ones make you lose weight. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of medications that, uh, women have to take, especially, uh, if you're a pre post-menopause, uh, that it can mess with your hormones and you go, you go throw in some weight. Usually it's water. Uh, sometimes it might be some body fat and it might, uh, throw your cravings way off. And it's very hard for you to resist bad food because your blood sugar is thrown out of whack. But again, what I say in the beginning, I don't really have the specific answers because medicine is not my background. So my suggestion would be to look up the medication that you're taking, see what the side effects are, and then also try to see if there's any alternative medications for whatever you're taking that medication for And uh, check with your doctor and see if you could maybe make a switch or a different dose. That's, that'd be my suggestion to you. Next is from Humberto. Love this question. If you were told by your doctors after a terrible accident, you would not continue to lift. Would you listen to them or fight for what you love? I choose to fight and I'm currently in contest prep for my first men's physique competition. Love this question. And personally, I would fight for it too. Uh, you know, the, the, again, doctors have opinions. They might tell you, "Oh, yeah, you can't do all this stuff," but you totally can. Uh, again, you're gonna have to find what works for your body. If you have injuries, Humberto, that you know are pretty aggravating, do like the first question with Stephanie had and uh, work around the injuries that you have. Okay. Be safe, be smart, but me personally, if a doctor told me not to lift weights and I was able to, I would, (laughs) I totally would. I don't really care uh, what the doctor tells me or five doctors tell me if I am able to do something, I'm going to do it and safely and, uh, the right way, of course. Okay. Next one is from Tia calories in versus calories burned. How is it? If I don't eat much and work out, I can still gain weight, but if I eat more, I can lose weight. All right, I love this one, and this has to do with a lot of you ladies out there. Most of you under-eat. You're not feeding the machine. If you're not feeding the machine to stabilize blood sugar and also maintain and build muscle, your body goes into this like crazy little thing where it's like, hey, uh, we're not getting in enough calories. We're not getting in enough food. We're going to have to get some fat stores going here for energy. So your body starts packing on fat. That's how it works. A lot of people think that when it comes to, quote unquote, dieting, that means like you're barely eating. No, 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 no. If you look at how like female competitors and bikini and physique and things like that eat just like the guys, man, they're eating like 2000 calories, 2500 calories a day. And they have a lot more muscle. So that's a little bit higher than most of you would have. But if you under eat, your body will store fat. If you eat the right amount, your body will burn fat. So it's about finding that balance and finding what works for your body. One of the questions down the line here actually addresses calories too. So we'll get to that. Uh, Next is from uh, Johanny. I think it is. Uh, If I did not pronounce that right, I apologize. I never know what to do when I get to the gym. I usually do cardio first, but how many reps sets do I do when I'm lifting weights? Okay. General rule of thumb when it comes to lifting weights. Now, I don't know how many days a week you're going, your training split, but generally whatever exercise you pick three to four sets and my magical rep range that I tell everybody to stick with is between eight and 12. So you want to be lifting heavy enough where by you know, let's say you're doing, you know, a set of 12 by the 12th rep, you're kind of burned out. Okay. And then you could try to add a little bit of weight and do a set of 10, add a little bit of weight, do a set of eight, but stay in that range and do three to four sets per exercise. Next is from Blair. Staying motivated during a long plateau. Good one. Plateaus aren't fun. They are not fun at all. Uh, But know this, that your body has a metabolic set point and you're going to hit plateaus. Your body's going to fight against what you're doing to it. Uh, I just had a conversation with one of my nutrition coaching clients the other day and they were frustrated because they are not losing pounds on the scale, even though they're dropping inches, they're losing pounds on the scale. This is a later question. We'll get to that. But I told them like, Hey, you're resting metabolic set point or your metabolic set point. It basically is where your body is comfortable being at. So just for an example, if you're a guy and it's 200 pounds and you've been there for a long time, your body likes to being at 200 pounds. So it's literally a battle to try to get to drop to five, 10 pounds. Sometimes it won't budge for like eight weeks and you got to be super consistent, sometimes even longer. And then your body will go, okay, okay, we'll, we'll shift for you. Here you go. I'm going to lose five pounds or 10 pounds or whatever it is. And then it'll shift. And then it tries to stay there. So now we're at 190. So it's like, it's a constant battle. Sometimes weight loss is a very slow and to be honest, aggravating process. But I mean, in the long run, it's so worth that battle. So just, just know that if you're in a plateau, it's temporary. Okay. And just keep fighting the fight. Next is from Eric. Eating healthy at a fast food restaurant like Chick-fil-A. Who doesn't love some Chick-fil-A? I love Chick-fil-A. You probably love Chick-fil-A. But when you go to a fast food place, uh, whether it's Chick-fil-A or any others, You have to just make the best food choice that's available. Now, most places have like chicken salads now and grilled chicken salads. So you're good there. Now, other restaurants don't have as much to choose from as far as a grilled chicken salad and things like that. So, you can order the chicken sandwich, but ask for it wrapped in lettuce. You just have to make the smart choices. Obviously, the Big Mac and fries and going large with a Coke is not the best answer. But going with like a grilled chicken salad or a lettuce wrapped chicken sandwich with a side of fruit, I mean, whatever it is, and then just ask for water. Keep it simple and just stick to your guns fight it because when you're walking in there and here's the last thing don't look at the menu just say hey can I get this uh, unless you don't know the menu and you got to look but most of the times when you go into places you know what the menu is and you could kind of just bat it off um, but when it comes to like main restaurants I tell people don't look at the menu just say hey I want some grilled chicken breasts and a side salad with uh, like a side of ranch protein fat carbs boom done uh, so just make the smart choices when it comes to going to places like that uh, Mimi how do you know how many calories you should eat a day Okay, that's the question that some of you have been waiting for. Generally, I tell people to take your body weight and times it by 10. This is if you have a slow metabolism, so we use 10. And that's generally in the rough area where your body burns every day, pretty much doing nothing. Uh, your body burns calories sleeping. It burns calories blinking. It burns calories doing everything, so... You know, the total throughout the entire 24 hour period can equal up to your body weight times 10. So, if you don't really know where to start, start around that many calories and see what happens to your body. If you're not really losing the weight, uh, you might need to take away some calories. You might need to add some calories. Again, this is why a nutrition coach, because, you know, and you might not want me as a nutrition coach, you need to find one in your area, but find someone to help dial that in for you. That's the hardest part for that part of my job, is dialing it in for the person, but it's not impossible. It's fun. And, uh, it actually helps people get results even faster. All right, let's see. Jennifer, I tore my meniscus last summer. I did all the recommendations to help it heal. Took two months off all exercises. Now, every time I exercise, even low impact, it swells. Can you recommend what I should do for workouts? Again, you have to work around the energy uh, or the injury. Obviously anything high impact is going to aggravate that. So you got to stick with low impact cardio. So like you could do recumbent bike, you could do elliptical trainer, anything that's got that pounding movement, like running and stuff, you're going to just have to stay away from it. And chances are this is a a surgery that is still pretty fresh and your body, uh, it's going to take a while for it to be able to accommodate those heavier uh, impact-based exercises. So again, just work around the injury. Kenneth. He said, maybe talk about not all protein bars and shakes are created equal. Very good one, Kenneth, my man, Kenneth from Texas. So not all shakes and bars are created equal. In fact, most of them are junk. Uh, When it comes to ingredients and stuff, you want to stick with the high quality ingredients like whey protein isolate, pea protein isolate, if you're going for a vegetarian source. And just looking for, I mean, when you look at the ingredients, the less ingredients it has, the better, let's just put it that way. The ones that are highly artificial, this and that, and just a bunch of junk chemicals, they have like a huge list of ingredients. Um, do your research, look at the actual ingredients and products and see, see what people are saying about them and research is saying about them and, uh, make your choice from there. Uh, Shanita, I know you've talked about it before, but what is the best way to get your body fat percent down? Well, it's all proper nutrition, really. I mean, abs are made in the kitchen. Uh, there's a second part to this question that I want to address. Will doing more ab workouts really help me in addition to HIT style workouts? Thinking about doing 10 minutes of abs before bed. Well, I just actually had this conversation with a client the other day. There's nothing that'll target body fat loss in any specific area, unfortunately. So you could do all the crunches you want all day long. Uh, everyone's got abs. You got to get your body fat low enough to see them. So again, the proper nutrition is the number one priority. Okay. Tough name for me, but I'm going to give it a go. Nanabani. I got people that follow me on Facebook all over the world. So uh, it's pretty cool to see. Uh, said, Hi, I've been working out. Uh, I've been working out hard cardio and weights. I go Monday through Saturday. I started at 180 pounds four months ago. I weighed myself one week ago and I was so disappointed. No weight loss. Feel like inches loss and gain muscle. Okay. So this is a big one for you ladies. I tell my female clients don't weigh yourself, measure yourself because if you're doing proper exercise, you're going to build you're going to build muscle and the more muscle you have, the more fat you're going to burn. But when you stand on the scale, it might be a wash. So in this case, very disappointing to stand on the scale and the number doesn't really shift, but you're losing inches, which means you're dropping fat. That's what we want. Don't be concerned about the number on the scale. The only person that cares about that is you. No, none of your girlfriends are going to walk up to you like, Oh, how much do you weigh? You're like, no, no one cares. They might ask what size you are like as far as clothes, but no, they're not going to, no one's, no one cares except you on the weight. So don't worry about the weight. Worry about the inches going down. Okay. Uh, next Jessica thoughts on pre-workouts needed or not. If so, uh, what is safe to use? Well, Basically, when it comes to pre-workouts, finding ones that aren't extremely high in caffeine are the best ones, in my opinion, because there's some of them out there that are extremely high in caffeine and that's getting in like a little bit dangerous realm. But when it comes to pre-workouts, I personally use one. I drink, uh, it's called Celsius Heat and I don't drink it before my workout. I sip on it during my workout. And the reason why is because it's 300 milligrams of caffeine. If I drank it all at once, I'd get nauseous and probably want to throw up. But if I sip on it during my workout, I find it's just the right amount of that and citrulline for uh, enhanced blood flow for my workouts. So again, personal preference. Some people drink a cup of coffee. Some people use nothing. Some people like pre-workouts. Just be careful on ones that are very high in caffeine. If you do have one you like that's high in caffeine, maybe do what I do and sip on it during the workout or like drink half before the workout and then sip on the rest of it during the workout uh, just to split it up a little bit. Next one, Martha, when slash what do you eat before and after workout? Well, I'm a big protein, fat, carbs guy, and uh, you know that's what I—that's what works for my body. It's what works for a lot of my clients' bodies. Some clients do intermittent fasting. uh, Some of them do ketosis. So it depends on what eating style you're doing. But if you're following like a nice protein, fat, carb balanced diet, you can have a protein, fat, carb balanced meal before and after you work out. So if it's in the morning, you could do like oatmeal and uh, some eggs with egg whites, and then afterwards you could do like some uh, chicken with some uh, greens. Uh, and a little, like, like a tablespoon of grass fed butter for the fat. I mean, whatever, whatever protein, fat, carb you want, as long as it's clean, obviously, uh, having, you know, jelly donut before <laughs> and uh, another jelly donut after, I mean, you, you guys get the hint, right? I mean, just make the right food choices make sure it's balanced, make sure it's in the right portions, but having pre and post workout nutrition is definitely something that a lot of people neglect and it needs to be a big focus. Okay. We got two questions left. Anetta. how to motivate clients if they don't see results in their first month of training. That's where most people quit as they are expecting miracles and drastic change to body composition. Very, very true. And you know what? My answer to that is like when I tell clients, especially if they see my before photos, they go, wow, how long did it take you? I tell them years. It took me years. So if you're someone listening and you're very, very overweight, it's going to take you a long time. So saddle up. It's going to be a while. Okay. If you only have five or 10 pounds to lose, guess what? That also is going to take you a while. Um, Don't fall for all the BS out there when it's like, oh, do this in eight weeks or six weeks or 12 weeks, whatever it is. I mean, you can make progress, but miraculous results like the ones that are advertised to you by people that are paid to say they take stuff or use stuff or whatever is all jargon. Okay, so just know it's a it's a road travel on it and uh, buck up and uh, be ready for the ride. That's all I got to say. All right. The last one, Bill. For a moderate to intense weightlifter, four to six days a week, looking to build the most amount of muscle possible naturally, what is the maximum amount of protein that a body can process per serving? Okay, that is a huge question, and I've gotten that question throughout all the years, and I finally found some good research that came out within the last, I think, five years. And basically, your body can absorb a quarter of what it weighs in protein in one serving. So if you're 200 pounds... You can have 50 grams of protein. Anything above 50 grams is just excess. It'll probably just be excess calories, and that's not what you want. So you could take your body weight. And you could divide it by four, and that is a very, very safe amount. Now, granted, if you are very, very heavy, very, very overweight, you got to kind of go uh, much less than the extra body fat that's on your frame. I, I hate to say it, but you might want to use body mass index. I hate the body mass index; it's an outdated thing. But you might want to gauge, you know, what you should weigh for your height in your genetics and the body type you are, and go by that weight and divide it by four. And that's how much protein per serving. Again, uh, too much protein isn't the best. It's just excess calories. So you have to eat the right amount. Uh, But with that being said, make sure you're getting your protein every few hours, males and females. That is the biggest thing. One of the biggest things that I tell my nutrition coaching clients every single week is, where's your protein? Where's your protein? Where's your protein? Because sometimes they eat, they have a snack or whatever. They might have some nuts or whatever, which is fat. But I'm like, where's the protein? The protein is the priority. Again, the more muscle you build, the more body fat you are going to burn. Well, that was fun. I actually like doing that. Uh, Keep sending me your questions, guys. You guys can email me, DaveNelsonFit at gmail.com. You can message me from my Dave Nelson Fit Facebook page or my Instagram. Make sure you guys are following me on Instagram at Dave Nelson Fit. Doing a little bit more of a focus over there. Love you, appreciate you guys. It's actually Easter this Sunday, and guess what? I got two Easter's, and I'm bringing my food to both of them. Are you bringing your food, or are you going off plan? Make the right choice. Love you, appreciate you guys. Don't forget, don't neglect your health. Otherwise, your health will neglect you. See ya.